0: Good morning. So we're happy to be back today. The question we had, we're going to be starting Otvav on page 10. Those who have that sefer. Uh, we had a question last time. We mentioned the Pasuk, Vasuli migdash Shachanti Betucham. You will make for me a Mikdash, you will make for me a sanctuary, and I will dwell in them and we say every jew is is a abode is a temple for Akadosh Baruch baruchu for god himself so someone asks you ask the question uh, so why do we need a betta mikdash why do we need a temple so let's go back in history and remind ourselves a little what happened what happened is that Akadosh according to the Ramban, originally didn't need a Bet HaMikdash. There wasn't going to be the Bet HaMikdash. There's going to be Avodat korbanot, maybe the service of the Korbanot, um, but the actual Bet HaMikdash itself was not necessary. Every Jew was going to be a Bet HaMikdash. What happened? The Jewish people, we sinned with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the golden calf. Right? We sinned with the golden calf. So at that moment... In Parashat Kitisa, there's a whole discussion between Moshe Rabbeinu and God. God says, you know what? That's it. They blew it. Let me make a nation out of you. We have Bne Avraham, Itzhak Now we'll have Bne Moshe. We'll just erase this nation. Let's start over. Let's press reset. Moshe Rabbeinu says, absolutely not. You erase them. You want to take them away? Take me away. Because you know what's going to happen tomorrow. When my people, Bnei Moshe, the children of Moshe, don't do what they're supposed to, you'll make that deal with somebody else. Okay, God says, no problem. I'm going to send you an angel that's going to accompany you, that's going to be with you. Don't worry, I have my CEO that is going to be with you wherever you go. God says, so Moshe Rabbeinu says to God, no, not interested, I want you. I want you we want you there's no not only that we want you to show to the nations of the world how you favor us and you put your shina your presence on us more than anybody else so what are you talking about you just sinned against me and now you're asking me (laughs) that you want me to be more present than before it's like i always give this example imagine for a second A son the son he 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 did something wrong so the father is so upset at his son he says from now on my son whenever you want something just call my secretary and and deal with my secretary because I'm not dealing with you anymore what is this father's real intention at that moment is it really that he should speak to the secretary Or that he should see how much the son really wants to be attached to his father. So the moment the son says, okay, there's a disappointment by the father. But the moment the son says, absolutely not, daddy, I'm going to fight. And I start crying and he says, I want you and nobody else. You're my father and so on and so forth. At that moment, you know there's a real connection. This is what the father really wanted. So I'm going to tell you a story. I think this story happened with Rabbi Shimon Shkov, I'm not sure, but uh, so don't quote me on that. The, the name of, of which which rabbi it happened, but it's a true story. There was once day, one day somebody went and he got a loan, and there used to be the rabbi was responsible for the loan society, the free loan uh, society, and he was learning his Gemara, and so and so came. He said, "Look, I need a loan." He said, "No problem. Here's the loan." how much you have to sign and you have to give by this and this date. Okay. So he writes, he commits himself. The date comes. The rabbi looks in his book and he sees so-and-so did not pay back his debt. So he calls him over. He says, you didn't pay back your debt? He says, what do you mean? I paid you back a few days ago. It's not, I'm sorry, You never paid back your debt. And slowly but surely, this became the story, and the whole city knew about it, that he didn't want to pay his debt. You took a loan, you have to pay back your debt. You have a date to pay back the debt. It was an embarrassment in the whole community. Some month later, the rabbi is learning, and he turns the page of his Gemara, and he finds over there an envelope, Reimbursement of debt from this and this person his heart falls he says he must have been so concentrated and focused in his learning he didn't pay attention when he took the envelope, he said I'm going to take care of it later so he calls the man over and he says I'm going to apologize publicly in front of the whole community I'm sorry for the embarrassment I caused you and the guy says no Everybody is going to know that uh, everybody is going to say the rabbi is so nice so he rather embarrass himself in order to take away embarrassment from another Jew. So the rabbi didn't know what to do. (laughs) What do I do at this point? And then the rabbi said like this. This was a simple man. He says, look, you have a daughter. I have a son. If I marry my son to your daughter, nobody will say that what I said is wrong. Because there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna marry my son off to this the daughter of, of a thief. And like this, the rabbi actually did the shidduch. They got married <laughs> because of embarrassment. He merited to have the, the rabbi's son as a as a son-in-law. And everybody knew, of course, this was a rabbi's mistake. Same thing here. We're in a situation where all nations of the world saw the same people that God took out of Egypt, or the same people that worshipped an idol. They worshipped the golden calf. God for sure did not forgive them. God, they won't believe you forgave us. You know what? I'm going to give you a mishkan, and they're going to see in the temple wherever the sanctuary goes, they're going to see the presence of God go with you. And like this, nobody will say that I didn't forgive you, which means the beta migdash, as a bet physical beta migdash, is a hochacha, is a proof that the presence of God resides amongst the Jewish people in a way that it doesn't reside anywhere else so yes that's why we need a beta mikdash ah every single one of us is a beta mikdash yes at different levels at different levels not everybody is at the same level the way Tzadikim are a bet mikdash and the way we are a bet mikdash but the Beta mikdash the physical bet mikdash is that union where the revelation of hashem is so powerful and because it's connected to the world it has a hashpa'ah, it has a influence that that subdues the nations of the world that's why at the time of Shlomo HaMelech, what happened it says that all the nations over the world came to give offerings and to listen to the wisdom of Slomo because there was such a kudusha, such a level of holiness in the Bet Middash that that the, 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 the power of holiness was brought into the world just like when God gave the Torah at Sinai, right? And that brought about that the the, the, the negative forces shouldn't have the same power. Okay. So that's the answer to your question. So we said... <clears throat> we said the following. That the purpose of the whole creation... The purpose of the whole creation is this world. And the fact that God came down from level to level in the link chain process... So why did he do that? Why did he do that? I'm sorry, we did not do va, we didn't do he yet. He did this in order because the purpose is this world our avodat Hashem. So we're in page he. So he says, we said the whole purpose is that there are two types of creations. There's a the creation where there's what we call which means the light diminishes itself and diminishes itself and diminishes itself till you have a light which you can contain. And then you have creation yeshmaein ex nihilo from nothing to something. And therefore Hashem has to be activating every second the creation. And therefore the essence of Hashem is involved and the essence of Hashem is dafka in the world. Ah, you don't see it. Dafka where you don't see it. That's where the essence of Hashem is. So we say so what do you say about the fact that the vessels of Atzilut, which means the recipients, the channels of the world of Atzilut, are in order to reveal Hashem's light. So maybe uh, the, the Kavana, the intention of God coming down is for the world of Atzilut, for the higher world. I asked you last time, you said you would address, the, at the beginning you told us that the essence is above all of the worlds yes we don't need we can't even reach that essence now we're talking about an essence that's here right here ah correct i'm sorry so he says how do we reach the essence here so it says that as long as in the it says in chapter four of tanya that as long as a soul is a soul It's not able to grasp the essence of Hashem because it doesn't have the vessels to grasp the essence of Hashem. Because it's only a soul. But the moment that it's in a physical body, then you can grasp the essence of Hashem. So how do we explain that? Well, first of all, we explain that in this world we have the essence. So let's explain. Let's, Let's explain the difference. The reason why in Gan Eden we're not able to grasp the essence, it's only the Ziva Shekhinah, the Ray of Hashem. And in the higher world, Sutu, it's only the Ray of Hashem. And here, it's Dafka the essence. Imagine for a second, you want to eat. So you have a piece of meat or fish. And I'm going to use a piece of meat because we usually don't eat meat raw. And now that's what you have. Or well, you want to eat bread? The bread is in a, 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 a an oven. The oven is very hot. You, with your hands, cannot gr- take the bread, or the meat, or the plate. Even holding the meat and the bread with your hand, your bare hands, you're going to get burnt. If you put a glove, you're going to be able to take it out and benefit of it. Which means, even though the glove is more coarse, it doesn't have the warmth and the sensitivity of the hand, because it doesn't have the warmth and the sensitivity of the hand, it's able to grasp the food that you wouldn't be able to grasp. The same thing, because the soul is in this glove called the body, it's able to grasp the essence of Hashem, which the soul by itself will not be able to grasp because it's so overwhelming and so powerful. That's that's why we need to be in this world. What about the higher levels of the soul that are associated with us? Even, even the higher level of the soul. Like when you go to the highest level and you feed it, isn't it like you're one-on-one with, the, with So yourself? when you are at the highest level, you are one-on-one with Hashem. But it's a unity of... Uh, that 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 uh, is not the same type of unity that happens when you are through a physical body because the physical body is made from the essence of the 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 connection that a soul has naturally with god is one level then there's the connection that it has through through the physical body through the physical body, it's going to really reach its essence as well. Because over there, when it connects to God, it's not fulfilling its purpose. So it's really a connection that's natural without fulfilling its purpose. When the nishama is in the physical body, now it's fulfilling its purpose. The moment it fulf- fulfills the purpose, it's given over to the essence of Hashem and to the will of God. So let's go back. So he said that even though they're great revelations, they're great revelations in uh, in the how do you call it in the uh, in the higher supernal realms. But nevertheless, it is still uh, it's still a descent from the great light of Hashem. <speaking> the water, the second, the second, the so there's another opinion, there's an opinion that says, that, you know what? Even the vessels themselves, the vessels of Atzilut, they're a creation ex nihilo. Just like the world is a creation ex nihilo. So too the vessels. <speaking> in the water, the he says that you might say that uh, there's an opinion that says that the vessels of Atsilut are a creation ex nihilo from nothing to something. It says that only looks from nothing to something when you compare it to the higher level of light. There is. Here we go into a sugya into a subject in Chasidis, which is very deep. If you remember, we said that originally there was the light of God. Afterwards, God pushed away His light, so there was at a moment a darkness. But there was what we call a reshimu, a reshimu. It's just like if I write with a paper with a with a pencil remember the pencil and paper right you write to the pencil and paper and you erase what you wrote the mark the impression impression thank you the impression that's in the paper is still there and now he's going to write a new a new writing so at the beginning of creation there was a light of Hashem. The impression of that light stayed. And, and, and then Hashem put, it, so it was dark, right? There was from the light, from the, the revelation, there was the Siluk, which is Hashem taking away the Tzimtzum, God contracting his light, but there was still a Reshimu, there was still something left, right? An impression that was left. And then God emanated his light. So, From the impression that was left, the Kelim, the vessels of Atzilut, were created. The vessels, the recipients were created. And from the light that God emanated, all the light that comes to the vessels came from there. So, the vessels, it's true, look like yeshmiain. they look like a creation from nothing to something because at the beginning... Right? There was only Hashem. And afterwards, it's that impression that was like a creation, so to say. Right? That impression was like, like a creation. So he says that is only in comparison to, uh, to, to the original light. But in comparison to the Rishimo, to the impression itself, it's like it's a revelation of light in this world. So the vessels as well are like a revelation of light and not a creation from yeshmi I know this is a very complicated thing it's just like you're asking me to resume uh, the the highest subjects of uh, of Kabbalah in uh, on one foot or not even on one foot without any feet since I'm sitting All right so so he says <laughs> so at the end the conclusion is with everything that was done in the supernal realms and so on and so forth the whole purpose of the world is this and the whole purpose of creation and the whole purpose of god descending his light is for this this reality we're in through the service Baolamaze in this world, they to break your nature and transform your nature. It's true that through the fact that we do mitzvot. We add light in the world of Atzilut, you know, for example, I put on Filin. I'm going to add light in the chokhmah I'm going to say Shema Israel. I'm going to make the unity between chokhmah and Bina, I'm going to say the Amida, I'm going to create the unity between Zah, the Midot, God's emotions, and Malchut and his royalty. Nevertheless, Nevertheless If you're adding light in atzilut, So ask the Rebbe Why are we saying that the purpose is for down here You see that up there too You have an effect when you do mitzvot The Rebbe Maharaj explains <laughs> These lights So he says, really, it's like you're filling over there little treasure chests. So you put the light in the treasure chest. But what was the purpose of that light? To come down here in this world, not for the world of Atzilut. And therefore, we see that even though we cause a tremendous abundance of light through our mitzvot in the world of Atzilut, it's for the purpose of this, create this world. וזהו מה שמבאר אדמו"ר ישמט אדן to give it another 2 minutes וזהו מה שמבאר אדמו"ר ישמט אדן בעניינא מה שיאפשר להיות שכהכונהו here it's addressed right here says the Shab explains says it's impossible that the purpose of the creation is for up there because up there you lower the light and the whole concept of the purpose is the essence and the essence is not revealed anything that's revealed already once i reveal a thought i reveal an emotion it's already l- lowering the emotion, lowering the tough thought, right? So the essence is found where there is no revelation. Oh shame. Shekah ala birtsonoid barach lyotlona katrua klefanav kaditkafya sitra achara. Vaitapra kashuha linhua. He says this was the purpose of Hashem. That when we're going to break the sitra achara, the negative forces which are only in this world, and we're going to transform the darkness of this world into light. Because the whole purpose of this world is to take the craziness of this of of of, of unholiness and to be crazy for Hashem, for holiness. Validizinakwa khlifanai. And that's the Nachatwa, that's the pleasure of Hashem. What's the pleasure of Hashem? Shah Marti Vena Saritzuni. When it's about Korba note X says, Reach nichoachem, it's a pleasure for Hashem. So Hashi says, What's Reach Niqwahmati? Hashem says smells. Reach ni khwah Shamarti. I said, and you broke yourself. Right? Nah, Sareth Suni, and you did my will. This cannot happen in the world, in the super super world because over there they don't have a will for themselves and through this we're able to make a house down here for him just like we explained yesterday uh, last time in the house a person lives with his whole essence and presence so too in this world which is house for it's not the kavana, the intention is not that we're only revealing the revelation of Hashem. The purpose is that the essence of Hashem should be revealed down here completely and live with us and not just gilui.